Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Rock Squad podcast. I'm one of your hosts. My name is Nick Chino, and I'm joined by my co-host. It's Dave Marini. What's up, Dave? Hey, buddy. How you doing? Hello, everyone. Before we get started, make sure you go down there and you like the video and you subscribe to our channel and you hit the bell so that you know every time we put out a new clip, a new show, you will be notified. How are you, my friend? I'm doing all right. Hanging out here in uh, my little music room. We just did a little uh, mixing session on one of our new songs that we're working on with Fool's Union. So that was kind of fun. Uh, Doing a little podcast, a little mixing. We're getting it all done tonight. Wednesday is the night. This show might be a little loose. We've been uh, we've been we've been working hard for a couple hours. Now we get to cut loose. You know, we may have indulged what during the mixing process, (laughs) trying to make the most of it from being on location in different places. But uh, I think we have a good show. Yeah. We do. And I, I can't wait to get started. Yeah, so let's uh, let's give the folks a little rundown on how the show is going to run today. We're going to get to our tracks of the week coming up in just a little bit, which are our uh, recommendations of, uh, of the rock tracks that we're enjoying right now. And you can actually check out our rock playlist, our tracks of the week playlist right now on uh, on Spotify for Rock Squad. And then we'll get to our headliner, which is our main topic of the night and some opening act topics some topics that we want to talk about. We'll be talking about Blossoms doing a uh, COVID-19 pilot gig in Liverpool, uh, a Chili Peppers album update uh, and more. And we'll be talking, talking about Noel Gallagher's uh, new album coming up on the headliner, but introducing a new segment to kick off the show, which is the sound check, a little rundown of some of the stuff that's going on in the, uh, the rock music world right now. There's a rock album review right now on the rock squad channel that I did last week uh, for the new Royal blood album typhoons. This album is absolutely uh, excellent. We've talked a little bit about Royal blood on the show so far, Dave, but uh, this is a dance rock album. It's funky. It makes your ass shake. The melodies are are incredible. Have you checked out any of the new Royal blood? Oh, yeah, it's fantastic, man. I've, I've I've listened to probably like six or seven songs from the album. It's so good. Like I, they're one of my favorite bands, so it's it doesn't take much to get me going for them. But um, yeah, they're amazing. I can't wait. I can't wait to listen to the rest of the record. I'm gonna deep dig deep into it, and I'm sure it'll be playing all summer. Yeah, it's so danceable. They're getting into Daft Punk territory on this thing. Uh, And I was blasting it out of the car the other day. It sounded fantastic. So definitely check out the Rock album review right now for Typhoons, the new album from Royal Blood that's up on the Rock Squad channel. Um, I don't know if you had a chance to watch it, Dave, but I did check out the What Drives Us documentary courtesy of Dave Grohl and the Foo Fighters on Amazon Prime over the weekend. Uh, And I enjoyed it. I know I complained a little bit. Uh, in earlier episodes of the show that oh, he's mystifying the whole rock touring thing and maybe he's getting a little bit too deep into the weeds into his own mythology. But no, it was a very, very heartfelt uh, documentary about being on the road and being in a band and lots of stories that we can relate to of uh, packing up the van and making sure that everything is going correctly. Or you're packing the van correctly, Tetris style. Um, and so as musicians ourselves, we've gone on the road uh, a few times in our in our lifetime in our career, we've packed the van many times to go out and do shows. Um, I'm sure there's a lot that you can relate to in this documentary as well. Yeah, I, it was great. I watched it the other night too, and uh, I was surprised by it. I like the angles they took in the documentary itself, like how they you know they went from you know ACDC to the Foo Fighters to couple guys that are just starting out and just hitting the road and, yeah you know, those, young, those like, young guys yeah the young musicians right it was cool to like you know it was, it's true like you know for us it's like oh yeah that's life but like for, it's for the common folk they don't get to see it like that all the time <laughs> so 
I thought it was a really cool documentary. It was it was awesome to just hear all the old stories and and reminisce about like all those all those times that these great rock bands were just getting their legs and just getting their ears wet and uh, you know learning how to do the thing we love to do. But um, yeah, I think it's awesome. I think he's got a knack for making documentaries. So yeah. I I could like that's definitely going to be a thing that's keep like a running theme in the future. I think for Dave Grohl. Yeah, for sure. And I was thinking when they were talking about being in a van and sleeping on top of your equipment and being generally uncomfortable while you're on the road, I was thinking about uh, the time we were on tour in Italy and we didn't have a van. We were actually driving a Peugeot, I think. It was a, it was a, just a car. And, the Peugeot. Uh, the Peugeot. So not, not a van, but a very horrible French car. And we were in the back. I'm not sure who was in the back. Maybe me, you, and one of our other members. Maybe it was John. But we had your base uh, case across our laps as we were traveling through the Italian countryside. And uh, we used it to sleep on. So if we got a little yeah. bit tired during our time, during our, during our ride, we would all just sleep on your base case. And that was how we traveled throughout Italy. It was so glamorous. We've been in, we've been in many situations where, uh, where we, we've been stuck with, uh, with guitars where like backline has been supplied or our backline's there before we are. And we've had, we've had to squish, you know, you wouldn't think like, oh, it's just an acoustic and a couple of guitars. Mm -hmm. And then you're sitting in the, some cab somewhere. But yeah, there's no there's no spaces off limits when you're when you're packing up uh, band equipment, no space laps. Like I've been in I've been in some very scary <laughs> pack jobs where, uh, you know, you got to be careful. You got to be careful. First off, you lose complete vision out of the back of the car. Right. That's gone. Like, yeah. like, good luck. You know, it's mirrors are gone. Like, that's the thing. But uh, yeah, it, it was a great documentary, though. I really, really, uh, I liked it. I was, it was a fun watch. Yeah, for sure. I enjoyed the stuff they talked about with Ringo. And when they talked about farting in the van, that was oh, certainly yeah. relatable, yeah. Uh, especially when you're in a van with, uh, oh. with many smelly men at one time. Oh. Uh, Horrible. So that, <laughs> that's something we can definitely relate to. And Horrible. yeah, packing up the van is, uh, is a, uh, a time-honored tradition. When you're, yeah. in a, when you're in a band. So we very much enjoy that. What drives this documentary? Uh, the last thing I want to mention on our, uh, on our sound check is that uh, we did a, a video on the channel right now for Weezer rock albums ranked. Uh, I did a, a video discussing their entire discography from the blue album all the way up to okay. Human ranking them in my favorite order. Uh, I think, I think I did a pretty good job. I think I was fair in my assessment of their albums. What, what's your what's your order or, or do they have to go check it out uh i would prefer people check out the video but uh i'm gonna say that uh, a certain blue album was in the top spot which is to be a, which is understandable but ratitude ended up in a much higher position than, than i think that most people would expect because i'm a diehard ride or die weezer fan i think you're the same and uh, we just enjoy all the different phases and sounds that they move through as a band. Um, so I, I actually put OK Human, which is the most recent album before Van Weezer, maybe a little bit lower on the list than, than people would expect. But um, really? I, think, I think it was an enjoyable video. I think people should check it out. I, I really dug deep. I didn't I didn't hold back at all. I think, um, yeah, I think my, uh, you know, I'm a blue, blue album, Pinkerton um green album kind of guy yeah but uh, i also really like the red album too me too 
and there's lots of cool tunes on that like that there's something you know they started working with uh rick rubin on that one Mm -hmm. and there's some there's some uh there's some good ones man like uh what what troublemaker troublemakers on that Troublemaker, record. yeah the greatest man that ever lived which was their big epic uh rock song that they did um right. a song that we you know very well because we covered it in the band for a while which is king was a deluxe king. song on the bread red album so some solid Great, tracks yeah, one, of, one of the best b-sides ever is that oh, king yeah. song. and uh pork and beans too that's pork a fun it's a, kind of a cheesy fun one but like Dude, I'm sure they're still playing pork and beans, you know. Oh yeah, that's a great song. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great, though. yeah, I think I think I would go uh, the green album is good though. It's tough. It's a tough yeah. one. But yeah, they're green all good. good. I like them all. Yeah, for I sure. Like and the most recent the most recent stuff within the last five or six years, white album. Uh, sure. was good Pacific Daydream was good. It's all good. I'm a ride or die wizard fan. And Hurley I'm excited lost me a little bit. I think Hurley was what lost me with them a little yeah. bit. And then I, then, uh, and then I, I, but I like Ratitude and I like, yeah, I like, there's so many, so many little gems. Mm-hmm. That's the thing with Weezer is like the gems, like you'll get like four or five really good songs on each record normally on a normal yeah. Weezer record. And that translates so well to their live performance because then you're going and it's like hit a palooza when you go see a Weezer show now because it's like one after another after another. And you're like, oh, I know the song. Oh, I know yeah. the song too. I know the song. So it's, you know. <laughs> Yeah, I mentioned on the the rock albums ranked. I talked about the story about when we we played guitar on the sidewalk outside of the edge so we could win Weezer tickets. That was oh, yeah. one of the stories that I <laughs> that I told on the on the rock albums ranked. And we, we as Weezer fans, we've certainly put in our time. Oh yeah, for sure, man. <laughs> that was that was a great great uh, that was a great weekend. And uh, yeah, man, we did we did some crazy things to, to hang out near rivers. Yeah, whatever it took. Yeah, whatever. So, yeah, and we're excited for the new album. Van Weezer comes out this Friday. I'm excited. We'll do a rock album review on the channel for that as well. So keep your eyes, uh, your eyes peeled for that. Fingers crossed that it lives up to uh, to the to the Weezer pantheon of greatness. All right, let's get to our opening act topics for this week. Chad Smith of the Red Hot Chili Peppers gave a, I guess, a slight album update on their new record. It's been what? five six no five years since the last uh red hot chili peppers record which is the getaway in 2016 anyways chad smith did an interview with new york radio station q104.3 and he gave an update about the new album he didn't mention anything in terms of song titles or uh album names or anything like that but he did he say that it is coming they are working on new music uh despite the pandemic and he's very excited um dave are you looking forward to this whatever it is, the new Chili Peppers album, they are reuniting with John Frusciante for the first time uh, since Stadium Arcadium. It's been a, over a decade uh, since they played with John Frusciante. I'm personally, I'm pretty excited. No matter what they do, I'm a, I'm a Chili Peppers fan. So are you excited for this new record, whatever it is? Well, yeah, of course, I'm a Chili Peppers fan. So when John Frusciante's back in the Chili Peppers, uh, the thing that's, that is interesting about John Frusciante with the Chili Peppers is that he only comes back to the Chili Peppers when he has stuff, right? You know what I mean? Like he doesn't hang around. If he, if it's not if he's not feeling it, he's not a part of the Chili Peppers. Mm-hmm. And there's some, you know that's to be admired because he knows when to just like it's not working right now. And so that's exciting to me because I'm I'm guessing that he's going to come in with a bunch of really cool things and it'll be a you know breath of fresh air. Uh, not that Josh didn't do an amazing job. He was going great. in. He, he's amazing. He's amazing. He, he's and, a John Frusciante uh, uh, 
a disciple because he he played with John Frusciante with his solo stuff. So they had a, a connection sure. as well. He's played with everybody. He played like with Beck and like he's played with everybody through the years. It's crazy. So yeah, no, he was he was amazing. So he was a perfect fit. And I hope that if uh, John Frusciante has another spot where he's not being creative with chili pepper stuff that he would pass the buck back to Josh. Cause I think things have ended on a good note. I don't know. I read some stuff that they <laughs> Josh were should know like, that he was out of the band. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But like, I, I don't think there's hard feelings though. I think they've made up. So, yeah. Um, so yeah. So hopefully that that's uh, you know, that's the thing. I don't know who's producing this new record. Is it Rick Rubin or maybe I'm not too sure. I would imagine they would work with him because they worked with him a lot in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, but he seems like the people. obvious choice the last two records were done with somebody else though right i think so i'm not 100 percent on who produced uh, the getaway and yeah, uh, i can't I'm remember alive. yeah yeah i think it was some, i think it was somebody else but either way man the getaway was they were those were cool records too so i like them uh, yeah a lot like and yeah i saw them on that tour it was good all those songs translate well live and uh yeah man chili peppers are awesome who knows what this installment of the Chili Peppers is going to bring too, right? right. Like maybe we're right. just going to get like a super funk, psychedelic, like throwback Chili Peppers. Who knows? They yeah. like to do shit like that where, you know, they went away and came back as the Chili Peppers we know now. And mm. that was not the Chili Peppers before scar tissue, you know? Yeah. Well, when you think back to the 90s after Blood Sugar Sex Magic, when John Frusciante left the, the first time and then they brought in Dave Navarro, which was great. One Hot Minute is a good record. Dave Navarro did a good job in the band, too. But when John Frusciante came back for Californication, that was that felt right. And when they put out the Californication, that record blew up. And then, by the way, into Stadium Arcadium, which was their double album opus. I feel like John Frusciante is the guy. For the Chili Peppers, yeah. he goes away, but when he comes back, it's almost always a renewal of the band, uh, a new a new iteration of the band, and a reinvention of the band. Um, and then they've done that on, on multiple decades. They did it in the '90s, into the 2000s, and now they're going to do it again with whatever this new record is. I hope they can put it out within a reasonable amount of time, but I'm willing to be patient. Yeah, man, I'll wait for it, you know, but <laughs> they're one of those, like, they put out a lot of material over, like, they're one of those bands, too, like, kind of like how Weezer, like, everyone waited for that yeah, third yeah. record, you know, and the same thing was with Chili Peppers, when uh, One Hot Minute wasn't, you, you know, received as well as they, people wanted it to be, there was a wait, there was, like, it wasn't like, okay, well, like, there was a, t- there was a, there was a gap of time mm-hmm. before uh, they put out Scar Tissue and stuff, so, you know, I don't know. I'll wait and see. It's going to be fantastic. I, I, I would be, I would be very surprised if it wasn't something very enjoyable. For sure. I'm sure we're going to love it. So looking forward to new music from the Chili Peppers, whenever that happens, hopefully sometime within, within the next couple of years, but we can be patient. Uh, let's get on to our next opening act topic. And that is the UK rock band Blossoms. One of my favorite uh, UK rock bands, a recent discovery for me within the last year or so, but I really love these guys. Uh, they played a 5,000 person capacity COVID-19 pilot gig at Sefton Park in Liverpool, uh, which had no social distancing, no face masks or vaccine passports. Uh, everybody did get tested before the show, uh, but otherwise it didn't have to do anything to, uh, to, uh, you know, not spread COVID-19. Uh, I was looking online. I was looking at a little bit of footage, a couple of photos. It looked insane as people basically uh, enjoyed a rock and roll concert for the first time uh, in a while. And I'm, I'm hoping this is a, a sign of good things to come. 
at least in the UK, they're in a different spot than we are. We've been reading more about concerts starting up again in the US. Uh, in Canada here, it's a little bit of a different scenario because we're still very much uh, dealing with high rates of, uh, of infections from COVID-19. So it's a little bit uh, it's a little bit touch and go here in Canada, but I'm, I'm really happy that, um, that at least it's happening somewhere. And I thought Blossoms is a good band to do it. They played a really cool version of uh, the Beatles paperback writer, uh, which I saw online. That was really cool. Um, and it's good to have a band out there playing shows again. We talked a little bit about a couple of weeks ago about that. Uh, I think it was the one that happened in Spain and Barcelona. They did a similar thing to this. So I'm going to ask you a question again. This is a couple of weeks after the last time I asked the question, but do you think this could be a return to live music eventually? <laughs> I sure fucking hope so, pal. Oh God. <laughs> you know? Fingers crossed. Like I, uh, no, it's one of those things you got to wait. We got to wait and see every area is different. We're obviously in a much more uh, severe situation where we live. So it's awesome that they can do that and they feel comfortable doing that. And that's an option to do that. And I think we are definitely on track to be in that situation. Now, every area is different. Every country is different. We're having some issues with rolling out the vaccine. So, you know, we got to be patient. That's pretty much what has to happen. But I'm glad to see that the powers that be in different places are taking different approaches to what is, you know, acceptable and not acceptable like we're gonna have to play with this we can't just completely stop what we're doing and you know what i mean like we can't we can't just keep that up we have to we have to start trying somebody has to run with the flag and you know be the person that sets the precedent so that the rest of the world can finally you know so let's let's let them do it while we're in the situation we're in and hopefully it all works out yeah, we'll see what happens. But this this gig from from all accounts was very successful. Um, it was very, very heartwarming to see people running towards the stage as they used to when things used to be normal in the world that we live in. Um, and I'm a huge Blossoms fan. Uh, these guys are, are are the real deal. I'm a huge, huge UK rock fan. And um, I really enjoy these guys sound their new album or the most recent album, Foolish Loving Spaces is uh is really cool so yeah it's hard to gauge how it's going to affect other areas of the world when again we're in canada and things are very different here and in terms of the rollout of the vaccine i don't think they could ever i don't think they could even possibly do something like this where we live right now that would be absolutely insane but evidently in the uk they're managing to get their shit together a little bit more than uh than we are so we'll see every every time we talk about this topic it's with the hope that this could be the the signpost or the or the inciting incident that could lead to lead to the return of live music, but still too early to tell. Even at this point in the pandemic, as people are getting vaccinated and more more people are are uh, are getting tested and things are changing, it's still it's still too early to tell. And I wish it wasn't, but it is. Yeah, one hundred percent, man. It's still it's still too early. Just got to ride it out, man. We just got to be patient. Got to love each other. We just got to take it slow. <laughs> uh, like, you know, that's what we got to do. Everyone's yeah. got to do it that way. Yeah. And, um, you know, we're all in this together. We're all in this team. It seems like a divided planet, but we're all in this together. So, yeah. you know, we yeah. all want to rock and we all want to have fun. So hopefully everyone stays safe. And by <laughs> next millennium, we'll, we'll be good to go. Yeah. We're good to go. <laughs> 
All right, virtual hugs for everybody. Let's get to our uh, last opening act topic of this week, and that is the Monkeys' farewell tour. Mickey Dolenz and Michael Nesmith, the two surviving members of the Monkeys, have announced a, uh, a farewell tour for for the, the their 50-year career, 50-year-plus career that they've had. Um, we're talking about concerts getting back to normal in certain areas of the world, so the Monkeys are certainly doing that. Uh, after the deaths of Davy Jones and Peter Tork, uh, they're, they're calling it a day and the tour is going to stop in Seattle, Atlanta, Orlando, New York, LA, as well as multiple, uh, other dates. Um, I had the privilege of seeing the monkeys when Peter Torque was still alive back in 2016. I saw them at Casino Rama, uh, here in, uh, in Ontario. It was a fantastic show when they just released their album. Good times. I don't know if you've listened to good times, Dave. Um, but it's a fantastic record. Um, it's produced by the late great Adam Schlesinger. Of Fountains of Wayne and that thing you oh, do, right, right, right. he produced and co-wrote a lot of the songs, played a lot of the instruments on that record. It was a, it was a great uh, production effort from him. So very much miss Adam Schlesinger, but it also had some really great songs written by other other artists. There was one written by Noel Gallagher and Paul Weller on that record. There was one written by um, by Ben of Death Cab for Cutie. The lead single from that record was written by Rivers Cuomo. Um, so they got some really solid uh, Arctic uh, Monkeys um which one arctic monkeys were they on that record too no i don't think so yeah no but uh, they yeah they had uh the guy from uh from xtc wrote a song as well um and that and that show was fantastic so i'm glad that i got to see them at least in some sort of uh of incarnation i love the monkeys i think we most people or a lot of people who would listen to the show probably grew up on their music um so so what are you thinking of uh of the end of the monkeys the farewell tour First of all, is this a fun fact? Peter's mother created Whiteout. Really? I think that's a fact. That's crazy, yeah. We'll, we'll research that. We'll post <laughs> if, that's, if that's not true. But yeah. uh, I'm pretty sure he's like a rich kid. And his mom worked for 3M and okay. invented Whiteout or some, something right. crazy. Oh, maybe oh, yeah, that, man, was it Peter Torker? It might have been Michael Nesmith, actually, I'm thinking. Uh, maybe it was Michael. I don't know. I can't keep the, I can't keep the monkeys together, man. <laughs> Michael Nesmith is the guy who used to wear the hat. Yeah, 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 yeah. The guitar player? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was Michael Nesmith. Yeah. His, Michael, yeah, uh, yeah. It, when he was 13, his mother invented the typewriter correction fluid known commercially as liquid paper. Over the next 25 years, she built a liquid paper corporation into a multi-million dollar international company, which she sold to Gillette in 1979 for $48 million. Whoa. So there you go. And yeah, her son Whoa. was a member. her son was a monkey. Yeah. It's all in the glue, man. Yeah, but in 50 years, these guys have these guys have done it all. Now they're uh, they're finally hanging up, which makes sense because there's only two members of the band left. So the fact that they've made it this far is pretty cool, I think. Yeah, only half of them made it. But yeah, that's cool. Man. The Beatles. Finish, finish it off, you know, finish it off, do a thing. They've been doing stuff for the last couple of years and stuff like little little spots here and there. And, and like you said, that record was really cool with Rivers doing songs and the guy from Fountains of Wayne produced it um yeah it's they're i don't know the monkeys the monkeys are a cheesy funny fun band you know like that's that's uh that's what they are and they've owned it for how many years and for a band that was put together for a tv show i think they're really uh, <laughs> like 50 years later i don't think anyone expected that you know yeah no it's crazy that they've gone this long yeah they are a goofy beatles knockoff band or at least they were when they first started but yeah. Uh, I've always had a, a soft spot for the monkeys. And when I saw them play, they played, you know, all their hits, the ones that you would expect. 
as well as some of the new ones. And it was fantastic. The only thing that was weird was that it was at a casino. It was a monkey show. So there I am uh, among the retiree crowd. Oh yeah. (laughs) And it was one of those gigs that everybody stays seated. It's a, I don't know if you've seen, you've probably probably seen some shows at Casino Rama and that big, it's almost like a big gymnasium or something that you would go into to see the show. Uh, You can't bring any drinks into the, into the show. So you have to be outside, you know, chugging your beer before you go in to watch the monkeys and you know you're hanging out with your grandma uh which, again i you know we, we we are both giant classic rock fans we are both fans of old uh oldies and and we both grew up on oldies 1150 and listening to a lot of that stuff so uh we're not we're not knocking the uh we're not knocking the boomers at all <laughs> no we love the boomers yeah we love it. our parents well, are obviously boomers. though <laughs> our our listening case would probably suit most boomers. Like, yeah. let's be honest. Like, yeah, our classic rock and our no, not at all. Like, no. you know, we're just as thrilled to talk about the Chili Peppers as we are about Marvin Gaye. Oh, so 100%. it's uh, you yeah. know what I mean. We love it all. It's, it's all it's all rock and roll, man. Mm-hmm. It's all rock. And roll. It's all rock and roll for sure. So yeah, we're uh, we're wishing uh, Michael Nesmith and uh, Mickey Dolan's well as they do the farewell tour for the monkeys, we're going to miss the band. We'll see if this is actually the real thing, but they're, they're getting on in age. So I imagine this will probably be, probably be it. Michael Nesmith, he always picked and choose when he came into the monkeys camp and did, uh, and did stuff with them. So I'm glad to see that he's, uh, that he's sticking with them and, and continuing on with what they're doing. So good luck to the monkeys. We love you guys. All right, let's get to uh, the headliner topic of this week on the Rock Squad podcast, and that is Noel Gallagher and Noel Gallagher's High Flying Birds. As you can see, uh, there's many, many tributes to Noel Gallagher in this room and the Gallagher brothers in general. Uh, He's releasing a new best of compilation that's going to celebrate the first 10 years of Noel Gallagher's High Flying Birds. It's called Back the Way We Came, Volume 1. He uh, celebrated the release or the announcement with a new song called We're On Our Way Now, which is very much reminiscent of uh, of older and old Gallagher material and the last couple of EPs and records that he put out he got a little bit trippy he was doing some different kind of things but uh if there's one thing that Noel Gallagher fans love it's uh it's a Noel Gallagher ballad it's one of the things that he does uh does better than anything so uh as I was saying I'm a gigantic Oasis fan Oasis is my favorite band of all time Noel Gallagher one of my favorite artists basically the artist that inspired me to pick up a guitar and uh and play music and as far as the solo careers of Liam and Noel go um who needs a, an Oasis reunion the, the music these guys are putting out has continued to be excellent over the last decade Liam's solo albums are great Noel's solo albums are are fantastic particularly the first uh, the solo album that came out in 2011 then he had Chasing Yesterday which was another great effort Who Built the Moon where he got a little bit trippier um, was still another great record. Um, who needs an Oasis reunion when you have solo music that is this solid and has continued to be solid? Uh, I would love it if they got back together, but if they don't, I'm okay with it because uh, Noel Gallagher's solo music has been great. I agree 100%, man. That ba- the band he's in right now, the High Flying Birds, is fantastic. They're, and they do all the hits you want to hear anyways. Yeah, he still plays Oasis stuff all the time. Yeah, he still plays Oasis stuff. It's, you know, you can't really, it's kind of like how Paul McCartney is, right? Like, if the, you know what I mean? Like, his stuff is just so good and he just keeps going and his catalog is so deep now that it's, uh, yeah, it's awesome. He's, it's a great band. I, I love everything about that band. I got to see that band 
Uh, a couple of years ago, uh, they had a double bill with the Smashing Pumpkins. Oh, yeah. I uh, forgot about that. Yeah, it was an amazing show, an amazing show. And, I missed that uh, one. <laughs> I, like, I, and I know like we've been to a bunch of Oasis shows over the years, too. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, like obviously, uh, you know, they should have a, an Oasis tour, a reunion tour show or something. But like you said, man, if they're just pumping out good songs anyways, like who needs the drama? <laughs> like, yeah. just, and they both put out good songs. So it's like, just take what you're getting and like be happy that they're playing and alive and mm-hmm. you know because it doesn't it doesn't last forever man <laughs> for sure and the fact that they've been able to build solo careers that are this strong um liam especially after bdi broke up uh managed to find a, a second wind with as you were when that came out in 2017 and then his last album why me why not he managed to to hit that second win and it's a little bit different their processes are a little bit different they're both songwriters noel gallagher is obviously the chief of oasis he was the guy that wrote all their big hits and he's still a guy who tends to work on his own with songwriting and liam has worked with different producers he's worked with different songwriters which i think is fine and both those those both those processes work for for creating music and with noel he still he still has the ability to write songs that are reminiscent of Oasis, whether it be an acoustic track, like the new one that we heard off of this best of compilation, or he can be a little bit more experimental, which is what happened on the most recent run of EPs that he did, where he started to get a little bit more into the dance, uh, into the dance sound, a little bit less rock oriented, but then he can still pick up an acoustic guitar and do songs that'll break your heart. The way he sings is, is great. And with, uh, with Liam, Liam is, if you're an Oasis fan that wants to hear solo material that sounds like Oasis, that feels like Oasis, that is what Liam is there for because Liam is the voice of Oasis. He was a big part of their sound. So if you still want to listen to some great rock and roll that sounds like Oasis in the vein of that band, I think Liam's uh, material is good for that too. Absolutely. Yeah. Who needs, who needs Oasis? I'm the biggest Oasis fan on the planet. And every time I know Noel uh, did a little bit of a teaser before he announced the best of record, he just posted on Instagram and on social media of the date that he was going to announce that the, that this uh, best of compilation was coming out. And I look into the comments and everybody's saying, is Oasis getting back together? Is this the announcement that Oasis is getting back together? Like, Oh my God, this could be it. And uh, no, it was just an announcement of a best of compilation with a couple of uh, a couple of new tracks. And as much as we want Oasis to get back together, I think from Noel's perspective, uh, it's it's going to be a while. I can wait. I am enjoying. I get I get twice as much music, right? Because with Oasis, you get one album, a couple of B sides of them together. But with solo records, you get twice as much music, and it's still of a super high quality. So as an Oasis fan. I'm uh, I'm looking forward to this new this new Noel Gallagher best of compilation and I'm such a sucker too because uh, I have all of their albums on vinyl and everything and this is a best of compilation I still ordered like the deluxe CD and the deluxe vinyl I I'm, I don't need these things but I have to have them for the collection for the grandkids man for the grandkids yeah. for the grandkids they can sell them for virtually yeah. nothing because i probably probably won't be worth much <laughs> all right so that is our headliner topic looking forward to the new uh noel gallagher high flying birds uh, best of compilation called back the way we came which comes out on uh, june 11th i believe so i got it pre-ordered so looking forward to it all right we're going to wrap up the show in a couple of minutes going to give our tracks of the week before we go uh i'll go first this week my tracks of the week are royal blood which is uh, a song that I mentioned on the rock album uh, review, which is Hold On, which is a dance rock track that is 
that is awesome. It's punchy. It sounds like Daft Punk. I mentioned that Royal Blood is yeah. getting into Daft Punk territory on their new record. I really enjoyed that. So uh, highly recommend that and the new record from Royal Blood called Typhoons. And then my other track of the week is from Waves, uh, one of my favorite California stoner rock bands. Announced their new album, Hideaway, is coming out soon. Uh, Help is on the way which I just listened to a couple hours before we did the show, but I really enjoyed it as well. So those are my tracks of the week, Royal Blood and Waves. Dave, what do you got? I have an interesting one. I have a good uh, combo band, like kind of a super group that put out a song a couple of years ago that I've been really into just recently. It's uh, the song Giants by Banks and Steels. Okay. And it, uh, it's a combo with Paul Banks from Interpol and the RZA. Oh, cool. The Wu-Tang Clan. Nice. So uh, it's awesome. It's a great record. They have a whole record out. Um, and Giants was the lead single off of it. It was a couple of years ago, 2017 or 16 or something. But it, nice. it fucking kicks. And uh, it's super hooky. And if you're an Interpol fan or if you're a hip hop fan, it's just one of those, you know, rare coming together that, that translates so well. Nice. Um, and my other one is uh, going back to Weezer um the good life off nice. of off of pinkerton perfect are, good good picks yeah. <laughs> thanks man um listen so well we're, we're wrapping up here uh everyone out there you guys gotta remember to follow us on instagram to follow us on twitter to follow us on facebook you can find me red coast records on instagram on facebook on twitter um we play in a band called the Fools Union and foolsunion.com. You'll find everything you need to know about our band. We're on YouTube. We're on Spotify. You can have us in your pocket. You can <laughs> watch our videos on your television. It's all there for you. That's right. Yes. You can follow me as well at the walking Nick, follow us at rock squad pod and uh, yeah, check out all the other things that we got going on here on the rock squad channel. We got the podcast here. We got rock album reviews. we got rock album rankings and we're just, we're cranking out the content here on the rock squad channel. So uh, we appreciate you guys coming in and checking out the show and uh, subscribing to the channel. So we'll see you guys again for another episode of the rock squad podcast. Rock on Dave. Rock on Nick. <laughs>